on today's episode on the CEO of you. Obviously, it's Bradford and Leeds, so the top rivals. So I think it's going to be a tough game for both sides, but I think we've we've got it going all right. My name's Adara. I'm a social media marketing expert. Educate, entertain, inspire. That's the content cycle. What you need to do is... So when you're building a business and a brand, your focus needs to be less on billboards, more on social media advertising. Who is your most successful client and what have you done for them that's got the numbers? <clears throat> a year ago, she had Facebook. Full stop. Yeah. She's grown crazy amounts. Like In the past two weeks, she's gained... LinkedIn. How important is it to have a social media presence on LinkedIn? If you want to see real money, get yourself on LinkedIn. Welcome to the CEO of you. CEO being the highest position you could be in a company. We believe you are the CEO of your life and you have full responsibility of how you react to situations in your life. Always remember, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Be the boss, be the CEO. Repeat after us. I am successful in everything that I choose to do. I will be great. I create my own pathway. Hi, Dara. How are you? How are you? I'm well. Really excited to speak to you guys today. Yes, man. As are we, as are we. So we're just going to get straight into it, straight in deep in today. Um, so you're a social media manager. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing there's a lot of social media questions we have to ask. But before we get onto that side, what is it that got you to the person you are today? Understanding myself deeper, looking at my parents, and then using the lessons I've learned from other people to improve myself. So I'd go around and I'd recognise things in other people and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do all that. Mm -hmm. And then I'd pull it in, look at myself, improve it, and then push out a better version of myself. And obviously doing that, you incrementally get better. Okay. I like that, I like that. Do you have any like childhood experiences that you think that kind of changed your perception on reality or just changed you as a person? I don't know, I had a beautiful childhood. Like everything I needed at surface level, mm -hmm. I had. I think it was more like emotionally, so like at home. I'd everything, I'd everything. Um, but seeing my friends and stuff shaped me a lot. And like moving schools at a young age, I think it was year two. Mm. That was like entering a new reality, a new world. I was like, whoa, there's all these different people, gotta make new friends. Cause obviously when you grow up, you just chill with the people that you have been with for the past few years. Yeah. So getting into that, I think changed me a lot. And then doing it again, moving to a different city and sort of a different area. How many times did you move? So I started in one area in Bradford's and I moved to another year two. And then obviously for the high school part of things, I stayed in Bradford. Then I moved to Leeds to go to Sixth Farm. Mm. Oh, because I'm not good with accents off topic, but I feel like I hear a bit of Leeds in you. But anyway, that's that, that's, that's <laughs> a discussion for another day. <laughs> um, so Dara, um, recently done some, asked you a few questions, obviously mm -hmm. beforehand, and we also spoke to you a bit. You said you started a, a successful Instagram page at 16 years old. Wasn't that like when Instagram was just starting to become popular? How did you get so ahead of the game? I don't know what 15-year-old sits back and thinks, I'm going to pick a niche, but that was me. Mm. Um, <laughs> I picked the beauty industry and I started taking pictures of products and I started engaging with the community who were doing that. So other beauty influencers yeah. of the time, obviously, what, 2015, 2016? Influencers weren't a thing. Brand deals weren't really a thing. I sort of got in so early that I ended up riding the wave and experiencing and reaping the rewards, basically. So I got into it, took all the pictures, started engaging, and literally, in nine months, 
I took the account from zero to 6K. 6K? Organically, back then. That is crazy. When I think back then, I probably had like 200 followers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I had an account back then. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, new, that, new. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, you, since you know how to do that and you also are social media branding, mm -hmm. what is the importance as a social media to build your personal brand? Personal branding is everything. So, you sat here with me now. I'm in a suit. You'll see mm. me at another event in another suit. Okay. It's about upholding yourself to a certain level, both on and offline, so that people can sort of see you live to that standard and not just think, oh, they're putting it on for social media. Mm. You need to just keep consist consistent over every area of your life. So would you say your personal brand represents you? Yeah, it's everything about you. have got to live and breathe your personal brand. If you decide, okay, I want to be a successful businesswoman, you've mm. got to live like one, turn into one. True. So okay. do you think there's any longevity in someone that puts on a front for social media? No. Mm. They will just think, like, you can't fake it for that long. It's not sustainable for your mental health. It's not sustainable for you, full stop. Just a quick one. As somebody on social media would you say you would have to act the same way you act online in in person when you're offline yeah <laughs> and what's the importance of that so i think right now the way social media is going people thrive on authenticity so when they see someone online they expect them to be exactly how they imagined mm -hmm. they might have made it up in the head but what they see on the screen they're sort of expecting that person to react and act in that same way okay yeah, I, I feel like I've got a few experiences like that. What, where you meet someone and they're not yeah. the same? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, though, because it's like I've never met them as a person before, but I've just seen their videos. And it's like, for some reason, I expected a conversation just to be about what they talk about in their videos, but they've actually got <laughs> other things to talk about outside of yeah. their niche. So it's like, oh, just took me by surprise. Mm -hmm. Just based on that, how important is it to pick your niche? Because I know a lot of people struggle, struggle to find their niche and then they end up moving from niche to niche and then they actually don't build like a consistent following base. Mm -hmm. So what is the importance of having the niche and sticking to it? Sticking to the niche is one thing that you've got to really do. Like you need to live and breathe it because if you pick and choose between niches, like you said, you're going to end up with a community that drops off. So say you get 6,000 followers, for example, but you floated from five different niches. As you went to your new niche that you've really decided on, they're all going to drop off. They're going to unfollow you because they don't care. They True. followed you for the one that they followed you in the first place. Okay, so what advice would you give to somebody who's trying to build a successful niche? Experiment in your first few stages. But once you've decided, that's it. Everywhere has got to be the same sort of picture, the same sort of topic. Okay, so when you was building your beauty brand niche, how exactly did you do that? I spoke to other people in the niche, Yeah. engaged with them, commented on their posts, reposted them, and then sort of just... I want to say copied, but that's not the right word. It's okay if you copied. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was 15-year-old me, so whatever. <laughs> I copied. I literally took the style of picture that they were taking thought, this is perfect. How can I make it better? Mm. I got my bedroom lamp <laughs> to add some lighting because obviously I didn't know what these sort of lights yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took all the pictures, tagged the big brands, sent it to the big brands and waited for them to reply. Any other reply? Did they reply? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, do you know, we'd love to send you some free products. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> oh, wow. We'd like your photography, wow. this and that. I'd be like, okay, send them my way. <laughs> and that come with a little check as well? Like... <laughs> so back then, there was no check. It was just like, we'll just keep giving you free products. Obviously, a 15-year-old, I was like, yeah. Free products? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. 15, I'd love that. Mm. That's crazy. Okay, so now that we spoke about all of that, 
I want you to tell us how important you think social media is. Vital. In today's Vital. world, like, social media is everything. If you think of the way that people indulge in it right now, mm-hmm. it's the whole life, like, they live and breathe it. Some people, right, sit in the room on social media 16 hours a day, for example, mm. and that's their reality. They don't put the phone away and step out. True. So when you're building a business and a brand, your focus needs to be less on billboards, more on social media advertising. Sure. So if you were to start a business for anyone, let's say anyone listens, anyone listening, starting a business, mm-hmm. where would you recommend them to start on social media? And how would you go about growing the business? It depends on what they do. Obviously, if you're professional, LinkedIn, but Instagram and TikTok right now, because TikTok, yeah. <laughs> the growth is crazy. Like I've never seen it like it. My clients are growing like 23K, crazy silly views, 50K. And it's just over the same sort of content that we've been putting out. But it's like, one video can change your life. Yeah, it can yeah, reach a yeah, lot yeah. more people than it does anywhere else. So what like advice would you give to them that's got them to be so successful? I'd say put out content that's quality. You don't need to focus on the amount of times you post. You need to focus on what you post. So like think about it before you do it. Don't just put something out to put something out because your viewers are not going to appreciate it if it's just done in a rush and in a hurry. Okay. You know what? I have an interesting... We can have an interesting conversation about that little one because I've been analysing TikTok for like the past year mm-hmm. and I feel like the quality of videos on TikTok has, has improved a lot. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why we need to post more quality videos because less quality videos just won't get noticed as much. Whereas before, people would just be talking to the camera in their bedroom, in their bed. And everyone was like, yeah, this is TikTok, doing them dances in their room. Yeah, this is TikTok. Now it's like, you can actually learn on TikTok. People are giving you good information. And yeah, I just thought, it's crazy how it changes over time. But you're right, quality over quantity. Always. Just just another thing, um, another thing that we struggled with, well, not we really struggled with, when we started to well, start up our podcast, a lot of people would be like, um, oh, everybody's got a podcast. It's kind of hard to start a podcast to to grow to grow your niche. So what so what advice would you give to somebody who's wants to start something, whether let's say let's say YouTube, wants to start a YouTube channel, but that niche is oversaturated. But what advice would you give? Because it's never really oversaturated, is it? I was going to say that the market is only oversaturated if you think it. You need to be so good that you dominate it. So like, come out on top, pick every single person in that nation, think, I can do better than that, and mm, do better. Yeah. All you need to do, learn first, then do. Learn first, then do. Mm. you got to look around, because if you don't, you'll just fail. You need to look at what other people are doing to succeed. So if, let's say you would, let's say you was doing it. Mm-hmm. You would look at other niches first, take segments of what they do, mm-hmm. and just flip it and do it 10 times better. Yeah, we'll use my lashes for an example. Everybody does lashes. Everyone's got a lash brand, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I did my research. I got a manufacturer that, no, I can't even speak, manufacturer that no one has. Got my packaging, completely different to everyone else's. Got my logo on it and just did it and it flew. Mm, that's it. You just have to believe in yourself because if you don't, who is actually going to believe in you? That's it. That's good. So just speaking on what you just said about how you went about doing it, what's one of your biggest successes on social media? I think my personal success was probably getting monetized on YouTube in the past. Okay. But we'll talk about the next one in our catch-up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know you got monetized. You got monet- is, it that, is that I same channel you showed us? Yeah. You yeah. got monetized on that very soon? Mm-hmm. How many how, how many um followers, so, subs do you need for that? 
it you need a thousand i had i think 1500 so yeah. i got it i was doing the adsense thing you know where you get the adverts put on your video and then yeah, you get yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you pick when the adverts go or when the adverts go in Oh, like, I don't know. Or, or does it just randomly generate? <laughs> oh, it just press yes. Because yes, oh. I, <laughs> I know, I know, like some videos, you either get a video in the middle of the video or the mm. end of the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I thought. And you can see the um, yellow. I don't know if you could see you know the yellow lines on YouTube. Oh, it, yeah, it represents yeah. as an advert. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought. I know what you're talking about. That's what I thought. You get to choose when that comes out. Do you have any other successes besides doing a social media business? Um, I think probably my rugby. So, rugby? Yeah. You know what? God, that that's is, a story. That's something I just never expected from you. I don't <laughs> know why. When you said rugby, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Can you not tell? tell us more about it tell us more so i started playing for the bradford bulls when i was 16 bearing in mind i only started at school when i was 14 Uh i went to a community club 15 bulls 16 so it was a very quick journey sounds like you were talented yeah maybe you could say (laughs) (laughs) i think i was just strong like i'm really heavy so when i'm going about doing it they'll look at me and think oh she'll be all right and then i'll hit them and they'll be like oh that one all right (laughs) (laughs) like just a lot of power behind it and it must have been recognized and that's when i got into doing what i do with them we won a few shields won a few cups had a great time so what level what's the highest level you got to in rugby women's super league so so you're telling me you was basically pro what you could call it that but the thing is in today's world women don't get paid women don't get paid for professional rugby no, so that's one of the reasons why I started putting it on hold for a bit because I was getting injuries to my body and I was like, I am getting nothing for it. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like, like getting a <laughs> big why, why am I doing it? So not even like, is there a level above Super League? No, it's just obviously country level, so England. Hmm. Oh, and that's and then would they obviously they probably get paid on that level? I should hope so, yeah. I think they do. I should hope so. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't even get paid because I'm, I'm sure you don't get paid for your paying for your... Um, you do, you do get you get you get, you get minimal wages, but you have the choice as well to like donate to charity as well. Oh, okay, it makes sense. Yeah, I, but I, I thought like footballers just got paid from sponsorships that they got. Paid. Nah, you get it's just it's not a massive wage, a wage that'd be like because you think about it, you still have to compensate for your time yeah, in yeah, in a yeah, way. Fair enough. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So another thing, like to be a social media manager, was there anything that inspired you to want to do that? So yes, so <laughs> funny story. <laughs> My, one of my clients, she's a psychic, she won't mind me saying this. And I went for a reading about a year ago and she was really struggling with her social media. And she mm. was like, oh, you're young, can you help me? And I was like, mm, funny story, yes, I can. I've been in the game for so long. So I started helping her and I realised, wow, like, I could make some serious money off this. Mm. <laughs> so I started learning, I bought a course. I was like, right, I'm going to get into it, learn the technical bits and bats and start teaching other people how to do it. And it was like a snowball effect. It just sort of went on and on and on, get more clients, learn more, experience more. And here we are today. Okay. So if you could give us three tips for everybody who's on social media to improve their views, gain more followers, what three tips would you give us? Be specific, number one. So say if you're in a niche, you guys have got a podcast on Instagram, in your name, I'd literally put CEO of you podcast that's literally what we've got fabulous see you're already smashing it (laughs) (laughs) and and sort of go on hashtags and topics that are talked about about that niche interact and engage so how important are hashtags so it depends on social media platform you're on 
I think TikTok and Instagram, yeah, you need them. How many hashtags would you say? Because sometimes I feel like if we put too many hashtags, it oh, feels yes. like I'm oversaturating it. Yeah. Like mm. then I noticed, I've actually noticed when we've done fewer hashtags, I yeah. felt like we've got more views. I know, I feel that as well. Exactly. It's with the new updates with like SEO and stuff. So mm-hmm. the, say TikTok, Instagram, they look at words over hashtags now. So TikTok, I'd probably put five. Instagram, I'd probably put about 10 to 15 just because there's a broader range on there because it's been going for so long. Yeah. There's so much data backed up that you can still utilise. Okay. Wait, so how many did you say for TikTok? 15? Five. Oh, five, five, Instagram. five. I'd focus on the words. Instagram, 15. Words. As in the words of the hashtag or the words of caption. the caption? Okay, yeah. So you so. could put podcast space, um, I don't know, interview space, whatever, and keep it in your niche and that would get you higher than putting hashtags. So yeah, where is it? Put podcast. That what's that? Put podcast in the, so our like thing. Niche in, words, the in the caption. So like ram it full of keywords. Yeah. Ram it full so of like keywords. So like if you yeah. yeah. was to search for it, then it would come up. Yeah, it would come up through the keywords. Okay, so what like important hashtags would you say needs to be used? For example, what hashtags would stand out on TikTok, which you know would guarantee, and what hashtag would you use for Instagram? You're making me think. It really depends on your niche. So like. I could use myself for an example. Yes, let's use yourself. When I did lashes, I'd put hashtag lashes, eyelash extensions. Now, I didn't do eyelash extensions, but I was selling a cheaper alternative. Okay. So it's like a com- complimentary hashtag. It's mm. not too competitive because eyelash extensions, £40. Strip lashes, £7. Two different price ranges, two different customers. So you can sort of add things in from other areas of your niche that are a bit broader yeah. and include them. I think a good thing to do is go on a hashtag generator. A hashtag oh, generator? Yeah. She <laughs> knows all the tricks. I've never I'm heard of a hashtag generator. I've heard of it, but I never <laughs> thought to use it. But. Should use you it. You should. Mm, like, if, you know, if you sit there and you're like, I don't even know what to, bra- to put today. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that it. sometimes. Computers are amazing, you know, don't forget yeah. to use them. Have you guys tried the um, chat? GPT I, I don't know what the it is what? it's, it's oh, like a what's it, he talking about it's like, it's like an advanced AI <laughs> yeah that will literally answer any question that you have I used it the other day and I typed in give me content ideas for technology bro it gave me about 10 content ideas and they were actually like good like I could actually go out there and be like yeah what, what, what was one of them it was like it, it, it actually gave me news that I could talk about recent like brand like, news recent news I was like how did it know that like, oh, obviously, it's like, of course, it knew that it's AI, it's up to date, but mm. didn't expect it to really so give range, me that. Range, you could just thrive on that for however much time you're doing content for. Because yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys after this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually insane. All right, what's another piece of advice? So, besides the um, hashtags and sticking keywords to your niche, what's another piece of advice you would give to us? Quality content. So, you need to start if you want to build a brand or a business, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't do it on your own. You can only fly so far on your own. As a team, you can do it way better. Yes. So you need to collaborate with people in your niche, whether it's just a quick mention, sending them products, meeting up with them like we're doing today, yeah. getting some sort of cross-promo doing, getting the two pools of customers and sharing them. Okay. One more question about hashtags. <laughs> Does hashtag for you page work? I don't think so because <laughs> look how much content's in there. Three, four, five billion. Exactly. You're not going to show up straight away. 
Yeah, I thought so. Because it's even like free for you because you got like FYP and then you got for you yeah, and then you got for like you page you and then you got like the one with a smiley face. face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was doing TikTok in 2021. Right. I used to I used to use for you page, but obviously it was less. It was still billions though. Yeah. And I'm like, is this even working? Sometimes I just leave it out, man. I think it's so many, <laughs> so much content in here. Yeah, I mean, but, if you're gonna do stuff like that. Look at the trending hashtags and use them instead of for you. Guys. Okay, mm. I actually never thought to do the Even trending hashtags. Relevant, just use them anyway. All right, then. so you're um, I would say you're also someone who's very, a strategy, very good at using strategies in social media. Need to, yeah. So I want I'll just a quick question. This might be a bit weird, but Andrew Tay, he has um, I seen some somebody talk about his social media strategy. How mm. he went on podcast basically went on like a massive podcast thing just talk to everybody and he knew that's the quickest way he could reach the world mm-hmm. what do you think of his strategy and what would you do if he was to reach the world in everywhere <laughs> i think it's fabulous i think he's so clever like since maybe about six months ago when he was really popping off on tiktok even though he didn't have an account mm-hmm. people reposting it it's the things that he says he's very strategic so he'll talk some really good stuff <laughs> then he'll put in one bit where it sounds a bit questionable, a bit misogynistic, say. It's not. It's just sounding that way. People take it the wrong way. The feminists get on board and it's like (laughs) one big, massive viral marketing spree. People share it. Oh, it's disgusting, this and that. Other people are defending him. All of a sudden, everyone you know is talking about him. And all he said was one thing. He's genius. Yeah. He's genius. Because I did hear him say, all he does is control your emotions. And through that, you've got you've got yourself talking about him all day yeah and mm. that's how he got so big because he, he'll say something that mm. you guys know is true but he says it in a way that annoys you yes it's i like think it's aggressive. the yeah. yeah i think it's the delivery people don't like to see how it is and how it's said because because yeah. a lot of people feel like right saying that about me i'm a bit <laughs> i'm a bit defensive that you said that about me especially if you fit the description like if the shoe fits people and he said it you like that they'll be like nah i don't like this guy yeah. Some people don't want to hear the truth. And then you're in the comments like, da 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 da. Someone's replying back to you, and you're like, who the hell are you? Back, back and forth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes to show, like, like, the majority of the world, like, when you, when people are spoken about, they literally do show their true colors on the internet. Because yeah. the oh, fact that they can let something on the internet actually reach them and touch them emotionally makes you think, if that's how you're actually feeling, then maybe that is you in a way. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? The universe is you pushed out, so you got to think about that when you get offended. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean by that? The universe is you pushed out? So everything around you is you. So if you see something in someone else that you don't like, you need to check yourself. You can't just say it and get on with your life because that's you self-projecting. Mm-hmm. So say if, say Andrew Tate says something on the podcast and it <laughs> literally is you, you've got to be like, oh, this was a sign. I needed to hear it. Let me improve it. Let me sort this out. Yeah, I, I agree. Sounds yeah. like as within, so without. Yeah. Mm. So, like, do you know when you were transitioning from the Women's Super League to more social media marketing, mm-hmm. um, did you have any support systems? Did your, like, mom and dad support you saying, yep, this is the right move? My mom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, make, it makes me so happy. Like, without the support of my mom, I would not be here right now because I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm. So, I was 17. I was like, mom. I hate A levels, I'm bored and I'm sick of it. <laughs> she was like, right, do body shop with me. She was a body shop at home consultant, managing people. And I was like, yeah, this would be a good idea. 
getting money in, she's trying products mm. for free. I'm like, that's right up my street. <laughs> <laughs> so I started, obviously underage, so I had to do it on her account. <laughs> then when I hit 18, I started with my own account. And she pushed me so far every day. She was like, right, come on, get up, let's do it. What are you doing today? Right, I'm doing this, you're gonna do this, let's go. And we'd sit there together, go on Facebook, outreach, go on Instagram, outreach, get new customers, get clients, pack orders. And it'd be just so fulfilling. Like, I felt amazing. If you enjoy the CEO of You podcast, be sure to like, comment and subscribe. Just so we can grow and bring on bigger and better guests for you guys to learn from. You were speaking about how your mother inspired you and how your father made you want to take a new journey and also getting a new job to try and do new things. Is there anyone non-family who inspired you to want to do more? in social media branding good question i can't even point it down to a specific person it's like more of a group of people mm. who's the group so actually i see people around me like young people i'm like they're doing well basically people associated with the gen z club i was like i like oh. that mm. young people doing something for themselves growing and glowing like I, I was like i need to get like that let me get back on the game i see where you got that from mm. yeah. i didn't know because when i'm around people in my area they're not on it like I am, and I feel like an outsider for wanting mm. to do well and wanting to do business. That's what what do you, what do you, what do you feel like about like? Because some people are happy being not being I want to say being normal, but just doing the average, the thing that everybody everybody else is doing, like clubbing, partying, drink. What what do you think of that? Because personally, I can't comprehend how you know there's much bigger and better, and I can't sleep at night knowing that. There's so much for me to, to go and gain in this world. How would you go out to the clubs every weekend when you ain't got nothing to celebrate and you're broke? You know what? I've seen that mm. and I said, yo, I'm going to stop taking my ass to the club, bro. Yeah. It's just full of low vibrational people as well. Like When yeah. people drink, they just fight, argue, swear, do weird weird things. And you're like looking at them as a sober person. like, oh, I don't want to do all that. Mm. And there's many times I go to the club and I'm like, is this even my scene? No. I think <laughs> I think I, I think that too because many times I've been here and I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, you know, you just have like a, hits, yeah. a yeah, you have like a quick flash like, you like just doing nothing, probably nada with your lies. You're probably mm. out here every week mm. doing the same old new club, new club, new club. Like, you got nothing to celebrate. There's nothing going on. <laughs> Do you know what I used you're to do as well? I used to look at the DJ and be like, oh, you're actually getting paid, and I'm paying. I'm like, forget that. I'm thinking about as home, man. I'm thinking about as home, man. Even the Uber drivers were getting paid because I'm seeing Uber to my house, £30 normally, it's like 10 like, Yo, hey, I used to finish the end, end of the nights and be like, yo, I'm 70 quid down, nothing gained, nothing learned. Nothing. Nothing. Got nothing to show for it, but, but a few snap memories. Yeah, that. and there's people pay. that would rather spend money on a night out instead of buying a course or this just investing into themselves. And I'm like, really and truly, if I buy this, I'll just prevent myself from spending it on fast food or going out even mm. yeah so what advice would you give to the younger self that want to elevate themselves such as you did yourself put your money in places where it can grow or give you the potential to grow you go out this week and with your friends have a good time get drunk poison yourself with alcohol but you gain nothing you could literally put that money to one side buy a book buy an online course go put yourself in a situation to meet affluent people some an expensive gym a nice restaurant a nice bar go enjoy yourself and the opportunities will flow to you because you're stepping out of your comfort zone wow could i have said it i don't want to myself and you didn't stutter 
just building on that what books have you read that's made you elevate in your mind books wise i dip in and out of them so i don't read a book study it and then do it i read it get something i'm like oh yeah i can apply it to my life i do it and then i go into another book in my bookshelf i read a bit of it do it and then go back to the book it's like i flip between books Mm. as it applies to my life i don't just read one intensely and then try to apply it because I've forgotten half of it. I feel like mm-hmm. I kind of do that as well. Because yeah. recently I've picked back up Psychology of Money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what I'm reading right now is exactly what I needed. I was like, wow. Teach me, sure if this is a teach me something from Psychology of Money. Yeah. It was like, um, obviously we spoke about it on the last podcast as well. Yeah. It's like a lot of people don't want to be millionaires. They just want to spend a million pounds. And obviously mm-hmm. to be a millionaire, you could easily just invest what you earn every month and then after a certain amount of time it will compound and you'll be a millionaire simple then it was like um true wealth is what you don't show so like i can go out and buy lv trainers right now or whatever but now all what you really should take from that is i'm a thousand pound down but if i didn't buy them lv trainers you guys wouldn't know I had that thousand pounds to buy the LV trainers. Yeah, so true yeah. wealth is basically what you don't show. If I don't buy the house, I'm three hundred grand richer. If I don't buy the car, two hundred k richer. But mm. yeah, that's wild. That's that's got me thinking. That's crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I feel like we spoke a lot about the social media stuff. Any by any chance are you spiritual? Very yeah. Oof. I'm still learning, but part of my journey right now is heavily focused on the spiritual aspect and improving myself as a person. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to do things every day to get 1% closer to my desired reality. And what yeah. is your desired reality? Financial freedom, number one. I don't want to be strapped to time. I don't want my money and time to be affiliated. I want my money to grow on its own. My time is out of the question. Mm. So, Same. yeah, I just want to do what I want, basically, all the time. So how do you plan to get there? So, right now, 21 diversifying my portfolio so cryptocurrency stocks and shares my business and i'm also going to make an automated business so ebooks and like courses etc that's what i got thinking to do yeah Amazing. ebooks and courses mm-hmm. ah, cool so you used to sell your um course you'd be on social media branding correct mm-hmm. what kind of what would like what kind of lessons would be in that book so if i was to read it what am i expecting to read so we'd have to start from the ground up yeah. You can't hit the ground running. You've got to wait, walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd start with, first of all, your presence. We'd look at it, do a little audit, be like, this is good, this is bad. We'll improve it, we'll get it up to standard. Then we'll focus on the content, content creation, content cycles, the way your permanent feed looks, basically. Then we'd focus on video content, reels, short-form videos, long-form videos, YouTube, etc. Then focus on your brand so the actual brand that we're building so this is getting people involved influencers collaborators etc getting the word of mouth marketing going for you so that you don't have to do it yourself mm-hmm. then we'd focus on outreach then we'd focus on how to handle incoming traffic and sort of let the money run through each process and just see it flow towards you that's wow. amazing mm. so you mentioned something that's um part of one of our main growths Mm-hmm. short form content mm-hmm. how important is short form content is it <clears> to grow any social media because you can use in any niche short form content in yeah. some way so yeah. how important is short form content Adara? very 
Look at the world today. Look at people's attention spans. Seven, 15 seconds, they're done. They're not going to want to listen to a long video right now because the brains have been trained, in a way, mm-hmm. by TikTok, by Instagram copying TikTok, by YouTube copying TikTok, by Facebook copying TikTok. Yeah. So they're like, okay, dopamine hit, scroll, next. Dopamine hit, scroll, next. You need to produce short form content that goes in there, they find value in it, and they follow, they subscribe to see more of the short form content. So what? Okay, that's great. Seven to 15 seconds, people's attention span's gone. What is it that I would need then to retain someone's attention in my short form content? What has to be in there for it to be so engaging to them to be like, you know what, I'm actually watching this 30 second video, this 45 second video. A hook. First three seconds, boom. Do you want to X, Y, Z? I'll show you how to X, Y, Z. You need to get their attention quickly. Mm-hmm. If you've not got it in the first three seconds, it's that's gone. it. It's over oh. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first three seconds, you need to, the 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 exit. I can show you, or do you want to? Yes. Okay, that's the, the hook. So then what? Yeah. So what's after that? Value. Value. You have to provide some sort of value to keep them there. Otherwise, they're going to be like, this guy is talking a whole lot of rubbish. Yeah. I don't even want to listen. It's true. I heard okay. anything you say in a video after the hook has to be informational. Or entertainment. Do you want to know what it is? (laughs) Educate, entertain, inspire. That's the content cycle. Nice. Educate, entertain, inspire. Top Mm -hmm. gem. Yep. Top gem. Run me through that. Educate, entertain, inspire. Educate, entertain, inspire. That's the content cycle. What you need to do is utilise that when you create content. So your viewers there for something. They're there for either education, entertainment, or inspiration. You pick one when you create a piece of content. And you'll be like, okay, today I'm going to provide three tips on how to start a podcast. Next week, you're going to be like, here's my technical difficulties behind the scenes, uh, mm. <laughs> entertainment. And then the inspiration, you'll be like, look at us. We started from X. We didn't even have our own studio. A year later, now we've got our own studio. They're inspired. That's speech inspired. Yeah, yeah. That's speech inspired. I mean, that is our goals as well, to get our own studio. And a I, massive I studio. I don't think it's that far. Like it's not. I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's so achievable. I'm looking at our numbers, yeah. especially well, with analytics, yeah. analytic numbers. I think it's looking. I feel like we'll be getting monetized. Sometimes by, by six months, six seven months. Do you but, mean six weeks? But, but, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're far. But I feel like yeah. When I when I deep it with our podcast, we never actually did this with the, um, the choice of getting money. It was more networking because we knew that with this people, the people we're going to meet straight away, we're going to meet so many people, so many people on our podcast, and then we're going to branch off into our own things. Yeah. So I feel like we said it from the start that like, this podcast is a massive networking, networking event. Pretty much. Because we're going to learn like everything we could from you. Mm-hmm. We're going to provide value to you as you're going to provide value to us. And then we can even return back on this six months, sit down, have another conversation. What have you learned then that you could teach us? And think about it. We've also said it's on the journey. People will learn if you're watching with us. So anything you take from us from the first episode to the last episode, you should be somewhere a lot more educated on what's what's to do as well. Yeah, especially if you apply it to your life as well. Because mm. you can listen to us all you want, but if you're not applying what Adara is saying right now mm. to your social media, you're not going to grow. Exactly. This said, everything Adara said pretty much so far to um, for anyone wanting to start a business and how to get that social media present. She's literally said it from the start how to build your personal brand, things that captures uh, viewers' attention, how to retain them, as you just said, the hook, and then entertain, and then provide inf- educational information. Pretty much everything's there. 
So there's no reason why you shouldn't strive on short form content. But just as saying that, who you obviously run your business, who is your most successful client? And what have you done for them that's got the numbers? I'd say my older client, she's the one who's the psychic, yeah. which I remember mentioning again. She started with me, excuse me, <clears throat> a year ago. She had Facebook, full stop. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, and now she's got a flourishing TikTok channel, which is doing numbers. We just need to work on retaining the people, so like mm-hmm. giving them a better reason to follow. Yeah. She's grown crazy amounts. Like in the past two weeks, she's gained 800 followers, a views. Yeah. Some videos hit 50k, I think 60k, 20k. Is that a TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. Killing it. Numbers are going up, and she's just grown so much as a person. Like she's fluent in different social media languages. I like to say. Instagram, mm. TikTok, you know, we're starting to look at LinkedIn now to get more professional connections. For me, she's my most successful client right now just because of the numbers she's getting because the content is always quality, good keywords, good hashtags. LinkedIn, how important is it to have a social media presence on LinkedIn? If you want to see real money, get yourself on LinkedIn. Damn. Wow. Damn. I think that hit wow. me in the face. Because <laughs> I think... Did you, <laughs> you want to see yeah, real money? <laughs> LinkedIn. Because I'm there, like, I've got a LinkedIn, but I haven't posted anything. Yes, I am. I only followed Josh and Stephen Bartlett. Josh called Sweet. Oh, I'm going to follow you after this. The reason I followed him is because we had him on the podcast. <laughs> I created a LinkedIn account, literally got looked at video editing jobs, and that was it. And I think I was meant to put our content onto a page. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do You know what? There. LinkedIn's just a bit confusing for me to navigate because I'm looking and I'm like, they're offering me jobs. I just want to post to make connects with people like i don't really want the jobs right now so how will we grow a presence on linkedin so i think first of all you need to work on your personal brand mm-hmm. linkedin is less about your business more about you okay so post your personal wins for example oh i've just got this new job at x really excited to start off well done to my client why we've done this amazing work oh, together here are the results picture that's you know what, what i should mean? be doing yeah yeah so like if you go on my profile now a direct telemark, you'll find me. You can see my clients' work, my personal work, events I've attended, me networking in the comments of people's posts. You can see <sighs> all of that there. Like, I have had so much incoming money from LinkedIn just because I post on it. <laughs> it's not hard. That's like. crazy because... Yeah, I need to do that. Harris, the next guest, who's going to be on next week's episode, he's also <laughs> said you need to go on LinkedIn because especially with videographers... They're constantly looking for videographers. Yeah. yeah. He, to be fair, Josh told us that as well. He goes, his old vi- videographer, he met through LinkedIn. Then he showed us the Instagram. And I was like, wow, this guy's actually good. That's crazy. Yeah. We're selling. We're selling. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to get LinkedIn. Yeah, we need to get LinkedIn. Honestly. I'm trying to see real money stuff. Is, 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 there, is there any of us like special places that you would say for us to also jump on as a podcast? Like, any other, is there any other um, social medias that we should focus on? I think maybe it's where now I know a lot of people don't touch it these days, but mm. because you've got so much shareable content with value and that people might find relatable, Twitter's a great place because they can just reshare, 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 create a thread, people talk in the comments, it's a mm. conversation, you answer the questions, and all of a sudden you've got a little community that grows. Okay. So I think you should hit Twitter as well. Yeah, tw- you know what? We, we got should, a Twitter account. We, 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 should posted. To, we should get onto Twitter. Because I'm committing crimes in front of my face. Yeah, you know what? Just because Twitter ain't got reels. If it had reels, you probably would have posted on there. But yeah. Yeah, don't forget though. Short form content in for everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Twitter could have a nice two minute video and do really well. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ooh, I've, yeah, I have seen um, some videos on Twitter that do do really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and threads do very well as well. I guess we could, yeah, we could do a thread of like your episode, previous episodes. Yeah, yeah. How important would you say having a relationship is, or having a partner in crime? All right, partner in crime. Yeah. So I think a loving relationship is really important if you want to grow because, like I said before, being an entrepreneur and doing these things in business. It is really lonely and sometimes you do need somebody to support you. Mm-hmm. Say if you're not getting that from parents, siblings, whatever, your partner can support you and you can support them. Yeah. So it's like you grow together, you hold each other's hand along the way. So what like what does your partner do that makes you just want to strive more, push you to take that extra step? So it's like my little cheerleader. <laughs> 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 so when I'm doing things, he's like, yep, yeah, you go, girl keeping me up like sometimes when I hit rock bottom he's always there I don't need to ask he's just supporting me mentally and that's all I need because financially I'm all right yeah I'm not one of them girls who'll be like oh if he ain't got money I don't want to talk to him like no I'm there for the brain the mental that's what I need I'm not sure what your partner does but do you think it's important to have a partner in the same industry as you or that doesn't matter at all no do you want to argue before you go to bed (laughs) i would never like you don't want to work with your partner in an office for example you don't want to be in the same niche as your partner unless you're really doing it together Mm -hmm. because it can cause a lot of conflict would you say your partner's like an escape so like you go about your business and then Mm -hmm. when you're with your partner that that business stuff is just out the window (laughs) yeah sometimes it complains as well it's like how can you be this big, confident businesswoman than you with me and you just want to chill? <laughs> because you're yeah. my escape. Like, <laughs> I come to you to relax. I don't want to talk numbers with you. Do you feel like because of how successful you are, you've broken like a lot of um, generational curses? Yeah, like too many. Go on, mm. talk talk me through them. Well, so obviously, when, like I mentioned earlier, when you recognise things in your parents, you want to go against it, go against the, the grain and fix it. So recognising things in them. I've sort of understood and broken. So say my, one of my parents does something where they're emotionally irrational. I'm going to take that learning, take the teaching, not apply it to my business and try to actively go against it when someone around me does it. Okay. And that's how you break the cycle and cause the ripple effect around you. Wow. I feel like that's what a lot of people should do. But to even do that, you need some level of self-awareness. A lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're not self-aware, you wouldn't even realise, oh, I'm acting like how my parents are acting. Mm-hmm. And then that's the result they got. How can I expect a different result if I'm doing what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Would you say that's almost like listening to your intuition? Yeah, your inner voice. Sometimes people ignore it. They think, oh, it's just a silly thought, but it's mm. not, it's you. <laughs> this is off topic. It's not off topic. It's just something that came up in my head. It was, um, I heard a lot of people don't have that voice in their head. Is that true? I mean, I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got that voice. I've got that voice. I've got it, but I've heard some people don't have it, and I think that's possible. I mean, I've got that voice in my head that always says like, um, "I should be doing more." Oh yeah. Or like, I should be working harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel that's because I've surrounded myself by people who are working hard, not everyone who's clubbing and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like, right, yo, I got, I got to step on my game. It's like um, back to that, yo, I'm on fire. I'm, I'm not. You're not gonna sit happy on fire are you you're gonna want to get to where you want to be to be comfortable you know what i'm saying so that's crazy but um do you think things happen for a reason like the way you took this path or do you think it just happened by coincidence i don't believe in coincidences personally i think everything happens for a reason 
and it's all about divine timing. So say if something doesn't mm. go your way, don't be hurt because you need to think, okay, it's either number one, protecting me from something, or number two, pushing me closer to what I actually wanted. And you've just okay. got to wait, have patience and see the result. Yeah, I, I can see where that happens in my life because there's situations I think I didn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But I look back and I think that actually benefited me. Exactly, but you'll mm. never know until you have hindsight. All right, so Dara, if we could ask you a question which you would want somebody to ask you, what would that question be? How do I work with you? How can I get to work with you? Or how do I sign up? Okay, how do I work with you, Dara? <laughs> and how do I get to work with you? And <laughs> how do I sign up? So you can contact me on whatever social media you feel like, or you can just give me a WhatsApp message, brief description of your business or what you want to do, how you want to grow. I'll give you a free 15-minute consultation for all your listeners, and then we can get into the sessions one-to-one and work on it. Nice. And what's expected to be in these sessions of yours? Just so, just a few overviews. Yeah, so it's bespoke. So we've got one Instagram masterclass, which is quite intense, and you learn the social media, like how we use it properly. We can audit and everything. Or we could just do one-on-one sessions. So every session you'll be like, I want to do this. Or I'll tell you, give you a lesson plan, and we'll work through it like that quite systematically to grow. i got a question for you. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you happy? Yeah. Why? Life's good. Look at me. I quit my job last week and I'm here now filming a podcast. What more can I ask for? That sounds like a blessing. Are you um very um religious? No. No. Not in the slightest. Do you believe as in, in God? You're, as in you're atheist. Um, yeah. Oh. You're atheist but you but you're very spiritual. I don't believe in God. I believe there's a higher power. Yeah. There's a universe and I don't want to get too deep into it. Okay. But religion is a way to conceptualise science and energy if you know what i mean god universe higher power if i don't know what you mean how would you explain that religious books story tell the way the universe works and how to apply it to your life so god is so kind of like allegoric stories you know, huh? you know, it's basically like a, a story with a meaning and you just learn from it but it's like a real story yeah okay I guess you guys never heard of that. No, no, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> I didn't know you were speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of foreign words are. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I've never met a spiritual atheist. It's just like you don't conform to the religious norms. Yeah. Like, say there's 10 different religions, everybody picks one. I just like to sit back and learn life. Okay. Experience things speak to other people who are religious and be like that's really beautiful i want to yeah. sort of mm. add that into my life and use it say i'm like that because i was saying um, with um, islam i think it's a very beautiful religion yeah, yeah. however mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to commit myself to something i'm not sure if i want to commit myself to, you know what i'm saying but however i believe all the teachings they say about how to live your life according to have a garden first and everything i think great some of the same way as some of the, the stories of the Bible, some of the chapters I've got, mm-hmm. I think they're great as well. However, I wouldn't want to commit myself to a book that's been changed many times over the years. True. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I would like to learn the lessons. I wouldn't like to commit to it though. Yeah, like most of my close mates are actually Muslim. Yeah. And I don't mind that. I'm not religious, like I said, but I'll appreciate the way they carry themselves and appreciate what they do in the life. So what do you think happens after death? Like you, I can, I, I, I can see you very focused on life mm. and how to live, but what do you believe after death? I believe you reincarnate, um, mm. but I think everyone has 
a past life and if you don't then you're very new to the earth you can basically see it in young children you know like under five when they're like oh I used to do this or do you remember when I was working on that and the parents would be like you know I've heard I've heard many stories like that to be fair yeah they don't forget but then Mm. after sort of five society crushes people down and they suppress all the spiritual gifts Psychic activity, I heard when you know I mean? I you was a kid, you meant to be like in your highest spiritual form anyway. You are. Because like as you go through life, a lot of things just get plugged onto you, like mm-hmm. traumas and just living life in general in this modern society, it kinda ruins it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. that's that's crazy you say that. But yeah. So you think we get reincarnated, but then also because there's more people being added to the world, there's new life and energy. New... Okay. Yeah. See, I always thought reincarnation, it made sense, but the fact that the population is growing didn't make sense to me. Yeah, like, I think my clients... Wow, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's energy, and I think it just goes around and comes around, so maybe somebody's finished the cycle on the earth when they've had many, many, many past lives. A baby's born, and it starts all over again. Yeah, I believe in energies and vibrations and frequencies. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like... So what do you, what would you say you do to like operate on a high frequency? First of all, I don't listen to conventional music. I don't really like it. It's very low vibrational. Like, what do you mean by conventional music? As in, like, she's talking rap, about rap, drugs, money, okay. girls. You know that sort of yeah. narrative. I don't want to apply it to my subconscious mind and let it run. Fair enough. And it might turn into my life. You know how I mean, wild that is. When I was about fourteen, this guy randomly stopped me and said, "What am I listening to?" Because I had beats that we want from school. Mm. I was like, oh, I was just listening to like Molestack or something. And he was like, careful what you listen to. Like, whatever you listen to will reflect into your life eventually. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't normally take people's words very like lightly. So I like, I took what he said personally and I was like, wow. Then I, then I said it to the mandem at school. They were like, yeah, ignore that, man. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I remember. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I remember um, on a job to work one time on the way up to Leicester, and um, he had drill first thing on in the morning. He had his hood on, had his belly on, and we just looked at him and said, on a, on a, on a Friday morning, you want to hear gang violence, shooting, stabbings, killings, like." And then think about it. He said, "I think he must have pulled him over and said, look at you, and then listen to the music you're listening to.'" He said, the music you're listening to, you're basically reflecting what you're listening to. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you got your hood on in a car, in a car where no one's got the hood on. You got you got a belly on when it's hot and everybody's hot. And you're doing all this gang signs, fingers, fingers, when everybody's just cool, calm and relaxed. He said, you're kind of creating a reality for yourself mm. based off what you're listening to. And yeah, it's not very, it's not very healthy in a way. Yeah. So yeah. what kind of music do you listen to? Or do you um, listen to music? Not very much, to be honest with you. I like to listen to podcasts when I drive. See all of you. Yeah, I like Janae Aiko. Okay. Music. She puts healing sounds in there. You probably won't even notice, but she's got like silly, singing bowls, like frequencies like 432 hertz. Okay. Things that heal your body. Yes. Do you like um listen to high frequency music when you have a headache? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, sort of that's good for you. It's like, men's, easy, I used to put it on before I used to go to sleep. Yeah, I used to have this app and you could pick what frequency mm. you wanted to play and you could set a timer and let it play to your voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm man. glad it's interesting you know that, but yeah, that's very cool. I've only heard about that recently, but I haven't even tried it. It's meant to like, give you like a more calming sleep as well. Yeah. 
Do you meditate by chance? Yeah, I try to. I try to integrate into my daily life as well. So when I were at work, <laughs> I used to take going to the toilet as a meditation break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not even go to the toilet. I'd just be in the cubicle and be like, all right. Paid to meditate. Back, hands out near the window. Receive the good energy. Breathe. Be conscious of your breathing. Because right now you lot are not thinking, I need to breathe in, I need to breathe out, I need to breathe in. You're not thinking about that. True. When you meditate, you need to be like... Now you've made me conscious of it. Now. Yeah, yeah you just made me conscious. Yeah. I, I talk a semi-deep breath. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you need to think about your breathing when you do meditate. Just to sort of be in control. Mind and body connection. Is there any other artist, any other artist that you listen to? Not as intensely. Not as intensely. As I think the artists that I do listen to, I just sort of look at the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then get into the song. Because if I like hear something, I'm like, oh, I don't want that in my life. I'll just delete the song. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel like you got, I mean, got my fingers to become a bit more tight around my music. Because I don't really listen to music unless like I'm with someone. Yeah. Just to like set that mood. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's yeah, a chilled yeah. mood. God. But um, when I'm by myself, I actually don't listen to music. Neither. It's just podcasts. Probably on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, but, uh, oh, that's kind of strange. Say. I feel like when I'm by myself, I listen to music, but the words have meaning. So like I'd listen to certain Kanye West songs yeah, and, like he'll, Kanye. and it would kind of like motivate me or he'll talk about God and life and mm-hmm. basically just the realness around life. And I'm like, yeah, like this is the stuff I actually want to be hearing. Mm-hmm. Conscious listening. Like, yeah. You appreciate his words and you appreciate his energy. And he's saying like, do things that you want to do. Listen yeah. to it, go for it. Like nobody's stopping you. Exactly. At the same time, there's still times I do bump some very unconscious music so if you could give yourself a piece of advice your younger self mm. what, what advice would that be think before you do things don't mm. be so impulsive and irrational like <laughs> yeah. don't just do something to do it sit back evaluate and think am i doing this for them or am i doing it for me because sometimes you can overexert yourself by doing things for other people when there's no reason to. So you just need to think. Okay. Advice. It's so short and brief, but it resonates. Yeah, is that been one of the one of your major life teachings to just think before you've done every, anything? Yeah, because sometimes you can act on something in a state of rage, anger, sadness, and then the next day you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> I know. I, I know. I personally can relate to that. I can definitely yeah. relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, everyone's yeah. done it at least once. You just gotta be honest with yourself, innit? Mm. I feel like I did mine in a more of a panic situation for like a last grasp for something better, as in I reacted impulsive. So you spoke a bit on like spirituality. Um, do you have any signs or anything? Like, have you received? You know, some people say, "Oh, they may have saw something in their sleep, and it's a mm. sign for them to improve." Yeah. Have you had any signs or anything? <laughs> Many. <laughs> <laughs> she chuckled. Like... <laughs> she chuckled. <laughs> the way you say it, it's just like, well, every single day I see a sign. It's ridiculous. So you're talking numbers like four four four, six six six. Yeah, angel numbers on number plates, billboards, six six six. It's an angel number too, you know. Yeah. See, see, what's he's thinking thing? about the negative, wouldn't you? Switch him up. He um, needs to learn the angel numbers. Yeah, and it's just like divine intervention. So say I was clocking up some numbers at work, the grand total would be like four forty four or eleven eleven, whatever. I went to the post office the other day to post something for my mum paid for it on my business card it comes through £5.55 i seen that on your story yes you did <laughs> what does that mean? so it's basically like change is coming you need to trust the process be patient and not force it don't rush 
It's fifteen oh five. Does that still count? No. <laughs> so fifteen fifty five, sure. Okay. So okay. because that that's come up, does that like because you you know the meaning of the word? Mm-hmm. Let's say you know change is coming. Mm-hmm. Would that consciously make you want to do more to to let's say speed up that change, or would you just subconsciously remember it and just keep going about your day to day lives? Because yeah. it's kind of like, are you? Contributing more towards the inevitable, or is the inevitable gone to, going to happen? It's yeah. in your own hands. You control it, yeah. so you don't need to let it run. If you know what I mean, you can wake up today and change everything. Mm. You don't need to think, "Oh, that's a sign to stay comfortable." You can just do the opposite. But if you listen, sometimes you can apply it. Not all the time. Like if you look for a pink elephant, you'll find one. If you look mm. for angel numbers, you'll find them, and they might it's not true. apply. Oh wow, wow! So, so you actually go looking for these? That's crazy. Yeah, you don't need to look though. It'll just be there. So what, what actually got you into to learning about the angel numbers and the importance of them? I think I used to see feathers like a lot. Feathers? Feathers. White feathers. <laughs> like the other week I was at That's home crazy. Yeah. working and I sat back in my chair and a feather came up from the other side of the table. How, what? How exactly? It turns out a book fell, the feather went up because the cat had <laughs> and there were a feather and it came up and I was like, oh, if that weren't a sign, I don't know what is. How did that equal that? Like, how did the sign be pushed in my face like that? And I was like, that's so weird. Let me look into it deeper. Like three crows, two crows. Animals can also be signs. So say if you are going about your business and a squirrel's just sat there looking at you and not doing anything, Google it spiritual meaning of a squirrel <laughs> you'll find out <laughs> it sounds so silly but butterflies even like in summer i was out and about with my boyfriend and i was sat down this orange butterfly came round my head three times and perched next to me for about five minutes and i was like is the matrix broken or summer <sighs> so i was trying to touch it and it wasn't moving no way and then after like five minutes it flew away and i was like well what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean yeah, yeah. i don't know <laughs> I just appreciated the moment. I was like, a butterfly. That okay. sounds beautiful, though, in a way. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I nearly cried. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Do people ever think, like, you're weird for yeah. believing what you believe? Yeah, like, sometimes my mum's like, girl, are you, are you all right? And my yeah. dad's like, oh, I don't believe in all that woo woo stuff. But... Yeah, I could imagine because people are always like, Oh man, just relax. It, mm. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. I've heard that many times, mm-hmm. but sometimes it is that deep. Like if it applies, apply it. I think that's mm. cool. You think because I feel like if you subconsciously think that 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 that's what it means, you're going to kind of like manifest it mm-hmm. in a way. Like if you say, um, "Oh, let's say if I wear this, I'm gonna feel protected because mm. this is what it means." I feel like you would subconsciously start to think now all right, I'm going to start being more confident because I'm protected. I'm going to do more because I'm actually being protected by this. So you think that's what it causes you to do, to think more subconsciously? Say, you know, evil eyes. Mm-hmm. I've got an evil eye bracelet in my car. I've avoided many crashes. Nice. And I believe it's helping to protect me. Yeah. People might be like, it's just a bracelet. But if I believe in something, why knock it? If it's working. <laughs> I'm yeah. here today. I ain't crashed. You know what I mean? I had a little bump or two, but that's it. <laughs> So another thing as well, um, I know rocks, a lot of girls like spiritual rocks, mm-hmm. called them rock girls. Mm. 
bodies. Spiritual bodies. Spiritual bodies. Spiritual bodies. Spiritual bodies. Do you have any? Yeah, I love him. So I actually brought some along today because we were talking about it on the phone. I was like, I need to show you guys. So let's, let's show us. All right, so I've got three. We've got a bit of amethyst. You want to show the camera as well? Yeah, right, guys. So we've got amethyst uncut. Okay. We've got rose quartz for love. You probably can't see that, but it's pink. And then we've got citrine for good fortune and luck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Yeah, and you just carry them around or have them in your bedroom and you think, hmm. Today, I want to bring more love into my life. Let me get the rose quartz. You can now hold it to your heart, put it down, get some incense, and just get the energy or meditate with it. So put it between your hands, let the energy flow. So on this podcast, we have a closing tradition mm -hmm. where the previous guest asked the new guest a question. And the question we've got for you is from Aaron. And his question to you is, What's one thing that you are holding on to that you know you need to let go of? That's a very good that's question. A, that's, right? a very, Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. You yeah. got me there. I think it's regret. Because holding on to something so tightly is more damaging than just letting it go. Mm. Regretting something, what is it going to do? You can sit and dwell on it for the day, be depressed, or you can just get up and carry on. You need to not hold on to regrets and just... Live life, take every day as it comes, and do things one step at a time. Wow, I'm gonna say that to someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be the angel. Do you feel like one more question? Do you feel like you do anything in your life now to avoid having regrets in the future? Yeah, I listen to my intuition. So if yeah. I've got a decision I need to make, I'm like, yes, no, no, yes. I sit back and I go, please, universe, give me a sign. Do I go forward with this move or do I leave it? And you sit back and you'll hear a voice that's not your own in your head and it'll be like, do it, do it, do it. Or leave it, leave it, leave it. But like, oh, okay, thank you. And you just get on with it. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Great advice. Well, I think that's that's everything we've got today. But first of all, we'd like to definitely learn a lot about the building of social media. And you're going to be in Rosari Academy as well, teaching that's a right. lot more. And where can they really? find you, Zara? Where, where can they find you if they want to learn how to grow their business brand more? So I think the best place to find me right now is on either Snapchat or Instagram, but I'll give my Instagram, which is Business by Adara. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Beautiful <laughs> business card as well. Thank you. Beautiful. We'd yeah. like to thank you for coming down. Definitely. Most thank you as well. How, how long was your journey? Two, three hours? Two and a half hours. Two yeah. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful you made it down. I'm thankful for your patience as well. Because uh, yeah. setup was a bit long. Um, we probably speak about that behind the scenes. There was definitely <laughs> a lot of te technical difficulties, but we got here in the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Push through it. Uh, yeah. So, once again, thank you very much, Dara. And we look forward to seeing you in another 12 or 6 months. You will. Don't forget definitely. about Definitely. We won't. Well, we're we seeing you next week, but. <laughs> but yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Uh, thank thank you. you guys for listening and take care. If you enjoy the CEO of You podcast, be sure to like, comment and subscribe just so we can grow and bring on bigger and better guests for you guys to learn from.